Blog Talk Radio. This is your co-host, Annie Marges, on tonight, and I'm going to begin the show by reading the, um, I'm having trouble. I'm sorry, I guess I'm not going to begin it by reading the um, mission statement. I usually do, but I'm sorry, I'm having computer issues and I can't do it. Um, So we'll go directly to our guest host tonight, and that is the Reverend Hank McGrath. And Hank, I'm going to just turn it right over to you to introduce yourself. Oh, absolutely. Um, Hi, everyone. I'd like to do shout out to uh, Philip, who's on the line right now, Um, to Bill Murray, um, Carol, John Anderson, I mean, everybody at NASCA and the hard work that you guys do. And to cover Uh, For Annie, I'm just going to do what she does because it's very important, all right? Uh, Adult Survivors or National uh, Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse, um, they have a single purpose, to address issues related to child abuse and trauma, including sexual assault, violent or physical abuse, emotional traumas, and neglect. And we do this with only two goals. One, educating the public, especially as related to helping society get over its taboo of discussing childhood sexual abuse. Presenting facts showing child abuse to be a pandemic and worldwide problem that affects everyone. Two, offering hope and healing through numerous paths, providing many services to adult survivors of child abuse and information for anyone interested in the many issues involving prevention, intervention, and recovery. Those are two powerful purposes. Uh, One that's vital right now, and it is every year, and that's educating the public because um, there's too many backs being turned here where people are in fear or uh, it triggers something or they just don't want to hear the issue that children are being abused. You know, they just don't want to talk about it. So we got to educate the public more. And uh, with that, I'd also like to uh, lead everyone 
to uh, www.freechildproject.com, which is my own campaign, uh, an attempt to have the United States ratify the uh, Declaration of the Child's Rights in the United States. Most of us have fought for our rights. Most different cultures, other cultures or subcultures are um, establishing their rights today. Uh, But ironically, children have no absolute civil rights in the United States. It's the only country in the United Nations that hasn't ratified the Declaration of the Child's Rights. And for funky reasons, which you'll find out more if you go to uh, freechildproject.com. So anyways, uh, Annie, uh, Philip, mm-hmm. uh, I'd, like I'd like to talk to Philip a second. Philip, you there? You know what? Philip seems to have dropped. I hope that he calls back. Philip, if you hear us, give us a call back. Let yes, me give the number give a... out. Yes. Yeah, let me let me give the number out for everyone to call in. It is 646-595-2118. Give us a call and you can uh, contribute to the show tonight by commenting on the conversation or asking a question. And that's back right. to you, Hank. That's right. And you can be anonymous or just give a different name. It doesn't yes. matter the story that you need to tell, we need to hear. It empowers us, it empowers you, and the healing begins once you're able to tell your story. And that, that is a, a vital purpose with uh, Stop Child Abuse Now, to, to create that insight where we're not just victims, we're survivors. I hate the word victim, Annie, you know what I mean? Because a victim yeah. has a certain preset And there's so many victims. I read an article today that, oh, my God, I'm glad it happened eventually. But this woman um, made up an entire story, and, of course, this happens so often, uh, of abuse from being stabbed to beaten to everything. And it completely destroyed this guy's life because the system has it where they just believe, blindly believe, all right? And uh, she got busted. Somebody actually looked into everything, every little element, and she got busted and put in prison for three years. You need more of that. There's fake victims out there, and that's why a lot of people don't want to talk about sex abuse, child abuse, you know, is because some people, there's something mentally wrong with a lot of people who, who uh, just grab onto that, and now they're a victim. And they create what never happened. You know, stuff like that. We do have a lot of people doing that. Um, the Me Too brought a lot to the surface. You know what I mean? Where people are backing these people, and, uh, and when you investigate, you find out what. You know, it was a whole crap. You know, it was a crock. And that makes it bad for real victims who come forward, you know, because you wear out the investigators who, who are, in, instead of listening to you intently, they're putting all this stuff in the front of their minds 
you know, is she telling the truth? Is he telling the truth? You know what I mean? It makes things more difficult. So two of the topics I wanted to bring up today, if anybody's listening, uh, they're welcome to call in. And that is, and of course, yes, please when Annie call I, in. Yes. And when Annie and I talked about it, uh, uh, behind enemy lines, um, uh, we talked about how it's up to the individual states to change this. And it's true. But the laws that exist in these states exist. The residents, most of them know about these laws, just don't care. Or look the other way and just don't care. If you live in California and you don't know that you can marry a 14-year-old boy or a 14-year-old girl, then something's wrong with you because that's law in California. It's law in Idaho. That is in California? Yes, ma'am. No kidding. I live in California. It's law in Maine. Maine, too? It's Massachusetts, Michigan, Mississippi, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, the state of Washington, not Washington, D.C., Virginia, and Wyoming. They allow 14, the age of marriage, with parental consent, of course, but, you know, you see, (laughs) and we talk about child abuse and how it happens. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) There's all kinds of grooming stuff that can happen, you know, that can begin earlier when the child's 12 and 10 and, you know. 13, you know what I mean? Uh, Because you intend to marry her, and you're in these states, and you're going to marry her, you know, and then four years later, uh, you divorce her. You already ruined her young life, you know, or his young life. You see what I mean? It's happening both ways. It's not, uh, you know, 14 for just girls. Everybody keeps looking at girls when we talk about abuse. You know, like women and girls are supposed to be defenseless and innocent and victims. I'm so tired of that. That's my position, all right? Because I grew up, right, with a heavy Irish influence, a heavy Hispanic influence, a heavy African-American influence. I don't know any, these women from these cultures, all right, aren't as weak as people think, all right? They're very aggressive. They try to defend themselves. Sure, they get victimized, but, you know, women in general, I do not believe, are weak beings, you know, and automatic victims. And so automatically telling the truth and automatically this and that. So our systems haven't advanced. They talk about equality, but they haven't advanced the elements of equality, you know. Uh, Our humanity is having trouble advancing you know, when we don't have yeah. child rights, when we don't have child rights, you know, it's based on what parent, whether the parent looks good or not, you know, what parent brings in the child to social services or the child protective or, oh, is the, is the parent black? Oh, was he in prison? Oh, is he this or that? You see, and all the bias and discrimination occurs and they seal the paper with, well, we made our decision in the best interest of the child. That's the child's rights. That's it. 
It doesn't exist otherwise. It's all yeah. based on whoever is running whatever office. You know what I mean, Annie? Mm-hmm. Hey, we, we have that. Victoria with us now. Oh, my God, the world is going to change. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Victoria. Hi, hon. I'm, I'm sorry. I uh, flaked out. <laughs> I did. It's okay. Days, You're here now. No. <laughs> okay. All that kissing stopped, right? Hey Hi. guys. Hey Victoria. Hi. Hi. Hi there. How you doing? Um, all right. I had brought up um, fourteen or the uh, the states that still allow uh, you to be fourteen years old uh, to be married, male or female, doesn't matter. Fourteen. Yeah. All right. And, of course, come on, we're, we're grown up. We know that's ludicrous, all right? Um, but these are the states. California, Idaho, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Mississippi, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, Washington, the state of Washington, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Now, all these states are just as advanced as we are in New York or anywhere else. Everybody is hip. Everybody knows. But they would still allow, with parents' permission, to marry their child at 14 in every single one of these states. What do you think about that, Victoria? Marry what? I think I misheard that. Marry 14 your child. years old and marry your child? Yes. That's oh what two God. parents would be doing, giving their child to marriage at 14. Yeah. What do you I think, think of that? I think it's. I think it's. I think it's horrible. I mean, it's very yes. horrible. It, do you think residents in those states, <laughs> residents in those states, should oppose that law immediately and have that law changed? Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Then Years why? ago. Why it, haven't they? It, uh, child sexual abuse. It's rape of a child. Yes. So how do they get around it? Yep. You want to know how? I don't understand. You change the law. Yeah. How about a national law? What about a national law that says you can't marry him? The parents say it's okay. Right. They're, you, basically, the kids are their property. Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. which is how a lot of them act. And that's wrong. Yes, it is. And see, Annie, you just gave it up what I was baiting for. You know, I represent passing the Declaration of the Rights of the Child, right? Right. If you make, but, if you make that law, federal law, it trickles down and affects every state. Well, children would be protected because you can't marry at 14 under that law. Right. Right. Uh, under the see Declaration? The declaration. You, can of the you right read us the declaration? What exactly does it promise the child uh, under the declaration? You in your spare time, it doesn't promise the child. It establishes to the child. But in your spare mm-hmm. time, go to okay. www.freechildproject.com. Free child, F-R-E-E? Yep, F-R-E-E, childproject.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, thank uh, you. For- and um, there's a page for uh, 
rights of the child. And it talks mm-hmm. about that. And then there's, um, the, you, you'll find different stuff. Uh, Is there a petition then on there? Yes, right on the very front page, yes. Oh, well, we'll have to promote that then for sure. Yeah. I'm on a lot of things that would help help promote that. Yeah, well, then oh. uh, please study that site in your spare time, that, Victoria, okay? It just took my breath away. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That we, that we even would have to be sending out a petition. <laughs> So if you know anybody in any of those states I mentioned, um, you can discuss with them. I think every person in the world should be, should be um, advocating for that, for the rights of children. And uh, um, just because it might not be happening in my state, if it's happening in the next state or five states away or 10 states away or whatever, I should still be advocating for it, you know. Absolutely. As, so you as have a right. advocate you for have children, right the I think every adult should be. All right. <laughs> if you also, if you establish the rights of the child, right? Right. Um, if you establish the rights of the child, it changes a lot of things for a lot of agencies. It changes a lot of family courts. It changes a lot of things because. Like I said, the the only thing they have is the phrase in the best interest of the child. Yeah. Yep. That's all they have. Yeah. Yeah. They well they were returning kids that were abused to the to the family too and it was um returning the children to the family no matter whether there was, you know, really horrible abuse and it was for the best interest of the family. Yes. Now how that's, that's what we're saying. Yes. That's insanity. Right. And you see, so you passed the Declaration of the Rights of the Child. Look, look at right. um, Ireland is on it. I have to give them credit. They're more advanced right now. They created various levels of family court judges. They yeah. created what's called monitors. They just did it. They created monitors. So when a judge makes a decision, there's a monitor who keeps going uh-huh. to the residents or researching the children to find right. out if they're abused because they're having too many cases of children sent to the abusers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's because like they don't want to break up the family. We need here. This is all liberal talk. Each case is separate. All right. And, and they have so many cases. Um, that they give a bland decision and just use that phrase, like I said. And by law, every case has to be cited in family court in the best interest of the child. That, that's mm. a law in every state of the land, all right? And it's ridiculous because children can't testify until a, a later age. New York is 12, Vermont's 14. Look at all the years they would suffer if they're in abuse circumstance. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Anyway, yep. And then so- and then people ask why, um, you know, like for instance what happened to me, I was I didn't escape from my biological father until I was twenty one, you know. And it was like yeah, yeah but at eighteen you could have missed that other thing. I'm like, you know what, I didn't know that there was some magic where I got, you know, all this information dumped on me and 
you know, that I knew how to get out of these situations. Um, exactly. At 18, uh, I must have missed where it got dumped because it didn't hit me. <laughs> it rained down on my intelligence. Exactly. And and uh, that's part of our campaign at the Free Child Project. Um, mm-hmm. We're also working on the side with a law professor uh, who wants to create a, um, a, a law class, all right, uh-huh. law subjects for K through 12, that it should not yeah. be reserved just for attorneys, that everyone should know the basic rights and the law at an early age. Yeah. Also, we, exactly. also we're promoting absolute parenting. You can't get a parent, can't get a license to marry without parenting. You know, we have right. to make some changes to the yeah. entire system everywhere, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, um, I told my grandmother, my grandparents raised me. I told my grandma, you know, yeah, I'm going to parenting classes. And she goes, um, oh, you're going to parenting class- classes. I said, because I want to be a better parent. She goes, well, I never went to no parenting classes, and you turned out just fine. And I just had yeah. to bite my lip because, yeah, I yes. ended up psych wards. I just was, matter of fact, I was visiting, you know, uh, ended up in a state psychiatric hospital and got shock treatments. You know, um, horrible yeah. school. Uh, you know, my biological father kept coming back in my life and, and raping me. And, yeah, that's fine, you know. So fine yeah. is what I use, effed up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and I didn't, yes. you know, really say anything because she really, really did think she did the best she could. You know, you know, she did a great job in her eyes. Yes, every human being, to advance humanity, every human being has to uh, learn to end abuse. You know what I mean? Well, they and I think you brought this. an important part, too, is we need to know what the laws are in our state if we're going to try to advocate for um, any survivors of abuse, you know, and children, to, to, like you said, you know, I mean, putting that information out there and let people know what, what the laws are, but getting them, you know, aware enough to even look at an article or look at a post or something that has to do with it, you know, they start reading about abuse and it's like they just, you know, flip past it. Yeah, most people shrug their shoulders, see, because there's all yeah. these agencies. There's a yeah. bunch of agencies. They take care of it. Right. Let the government take care of it. Yep. You know? Yep. But that is, you wouldn't have a show right now, and you wouldn't have a NASCA, all right, the necessity yeah. for a NASCA and any other organization if yeah. agencies were taking care of it. Right. And, and the statistics are blown totally out of proportion because there's, you know, that's just what stuff was you know, reported yeah. and, and mostly prosecuted <laughs> and hardly anything gets reported and even less minute amount gets prosecuted and, you know. Oh, it's actually, terrible. Well, I mean, actually charged. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen cases having to do with uh, CPS in New York City, Chicago, and other big cities where um, investigators take payoffs from people in order to make phony cases and all kinds of terrible yeah. stuff and children being killed. As a result, oh, it's terrible. And yeah, my neighbor raped a three- and four-year-old girl and uh, molested and probably raped more children than that and molested most kids in our neighborhood. And uh parent reported the rape. They had police went around knocked on doors to see if this guy had touched any of the children in the neighborhood. Yeah, they had. And they to. had a whole bunch of kids. Like, 
me and my brother included, you know. Now, that um, sounds like justice was done, but where is But it wasn't law? because he was, he was court. That was back in the seven, um, oh, God, it must have been the 60s because I was like seven years old and I was born in 62, so 69, say. So, um, you know, I I had to go and testify in the judge's chambers and all the way there. My grandmother was going, uh, you got to tell the judge the truth. You better tell the judge the truth. You don't lie to the judge. So I get in there. It's just me and him. And he says, what did uh, what did uh, Mr. Bell do to you? Say his name. What did he do to you? And I said, uh, well, he touched my pee, put his hands in my pants and touched my pee pee. And he says, I don't understand. Show me. And oh my God. so I did, obviously. And anyway, the guy never got charged with nothing. And of course, I didn't tell anybody because, you know, I was just instructed. I had to explain to the judge, and I didn't understand in my mind. And uh, anyway, um, uh, so even after all that, all that happened was uh, he couldn't have children in his yard anymore. But I had to walk by his house every single day to get the mail. And then his, his uh, house directly faced my bedroom window. And I just, uh dorks me. Yeah. Well, you don't have to go through my it. My went up to the post that. office and said, I can't believe what your husband did to all the kids in the neighborhood. She goes, yeah, I know he likes children. I was standing right there. Uh, I can't believe it. Yeah. Talk about warping a little kid's mind, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear all that, you know. But. Yeah. And, and the point is, the laws really haven't changed a whole lot. No. The point, yeah. I, I present that in my book as well. Um, oh. That uh, um, the laws back then, I'm 66, the laws back then, yeah. and the system, the system itself mm-hmm. hasn't changed much. No. Children are still being victimized, even though they're the victim. And people, you know, people, you know um, I, I was with this one campaign saying they were going to schools giving kids ribbons that were saying, it's okay to tell. And I said, I'm not going there and I'm not handing these ribbons out because it's still not okay to tell, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I, just, I just didn't feel right handing out ribbons that said it's okay to tell. <laughs> yeah. Because I knew, I knew kids that told and got put back in the home and got worse abuse or it was written on their record they were abused and what foster family is going to take them in <laughs> yeah somebody that's going to abuse them it happened to my girlfriend she ended up in five foster homes where every single one of them the, the foster dad raped her and then wrote down she's a liar she, you know accused them of raping her and then that's on the record for the next father to come in and you know yeah we'll take that kid <laughs> there he got it written down as a liar amazing it's uh, crazy. Yeah, it is. It yeah. really is. And and so it says on here. I just um, uh, was looking at your bio here. I wasn't on to hear the bio and stuff. But um, okay, so um, you're a minister now. Yeah, I've been for years. Yes. Okay. I'm not your normal minister. <laughs> I'm a radical. All right. Well. That's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know ra- radical is such an interesting word. Yeah, um, yeah. I call myself a radical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So another uh, thing I wanted to 
of the raise with everyone. Another issue, all right, is uh, did you, you, how old are you, Victoria, if, if I may ask? Uh, how what? How old are you? Oh, I'm 16. Okay. So mm-hmm. you might remember this. Do you, do you remember years ago there was um, – all these groups, this is the 1970s and in the U.S. in the 1980s, Man Boy and all these oh, yeah, yeah. groups. Yeah, I know. Yeah. In, in, in Europe, they had what was called Thai mm-hmm. uh, groups. And um, mm-hmm. how they became legitimate, these groups, yeah. is they split up under... Um, uh, national councils for civil liberties and stuff like that. All right. Right. And what they propagated was um, the legalization of pedophilia. And the thing is, um, they're back at it again. It's been going on for some time. Yeah, they. I don't think they ever stopped. No. You know, no. my no, group, my biological father um, sexually abused me until I was 21, and uh, he would uh, take me into these, um, you know, pornography stores, and there were racks and racks and racks of um, books, you know. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about pornography, there's that too, um, that he had gotten his hands on, but um, um, like... Um, how to uh, find a, a perfect little girl and father-daughter incest and mother-son incest and this and that. and every, I mean, everything you could imagine, you know, from A to Z um, on these racks and racks. And what they were is they were, they were books that were no pictures in them. So they could claim that um, it wasn't pornography, although it had every kind of imaginable acts in them. Um, that that you could read through, but they weren't pornography because they didn't have actual pictures and they were just a story. And yes. he would buy those books and make me act out the stuff, you know, and uh, take pornography at me and different things. And had made me yes. sign a sexual slave contract. So, well, this happened when I was an adult, so then he basically, he wanted to take me to Louisiana and marry me and raise my daughter is our child. That wasn't his daughter. I had a bad marriage. And uh, um, I didn't know no way out because he had pornography and all this other stuff, you know. And he basically said, they're, everybody's just going to think you're crazy. You're making up stories. And they're going to lock you up and I'll have her to myself. You know, and she was six months old. And uh, it, I didn't think I was ever going to get away from him. But I don't know what the law was in Louisiana, except for I think it was that they don't take blood tests before marriage, where they do, I guess, here in Minnesota. Well, here's what they're doing now. Uh, you mm-hmm. see this big movement, LGBT movement, whatever, and then the yeah. transvestite movement and right. how it's going out of control. You see that, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Attached to that, piggybacked to that, it's, they right. usually piggyback to the gay liberation uh, movement, all right? Listen right. to me now. For a push for pro-child abuse policies, such as, now listen to me now, lowering the age of consent to just four, 
All right, now listen to me now. Posted that new article, uh, one having to do with in Scotland, people are really pissed because the Scotland police, Scotland Yard, and all the rest of them have been, uh, say, advised by the European Council to rebrand all pedophiles as minor attracted people. Now, here's the problem. In the U.S., with all this new stuff you see going on, bring the children to see the guy dressed up as a woman and all this stuff, right? Children, uh, doctors are coming forward saying children are aware of their sex and what their gender is when they're four or five years old. Do you understand? Yeah. The movement I, I have is no comment on this. undercover here in the United States. That is part of it. They've attached to that. And so I'm just making people aware that that's part yeah, they'll, they'll of the weird... attach whatever they can just uh, to get their agenda passed. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, they got the weirdos in government to do exactly okay. that. All right? Mm-hmm. Because you see states passing laws supporting this, all right, saying that children know their gender when they're playing with toys. They don't know what the fuck they are. Right. And the doctors are claiming that for. And that's when I find it very interesting that this particular group, one of their main things was pushing, pushing the lowering of the age of consent to sex to just four years old. It's the same as what these doctors are claiming. Mm -hmm. And you can learn more about stuff like this, say, if you go to... um, uh, I can't think of what his name is. He's doing major research. But uh, just type in, what is a woman? Okay. And, and this, this fellow with a beard, mustache, he'll come on, uh, listen to his video. He's uh, just cut a documentary. He went around and researched all these doctors, questioned all these doctors, talked to some victims who actually had sex changes who were told when they were, you know, five, six, seven, that, it's up to them. And they mm. went ahead and their parents were conned and convinced. Do you understand? Right. Yeah. No, and I did he, it. Yeah. And he did a video of this, these entire interviews. You know, many of the doctors got pissed because he was asking particular questions, you know. Right. Like, like are these hormone uh, shots uh, are they reversible? The effects reversible? And the doctor would say yes. When the fact is, they're not. You understand? Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, you're yeah. stuck. You're stuck. You got to get the sex change mm-hmm. again. Back to what you were. And yeah. already, you're all destroyed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm saying is, is there's a movement, very sly. You always know what's going on in the U.S. or about to happen if you watch what's going on in Europe. They generally make all their moves there first. So you read mm-hmm. The Guardian, you read The Irish Times, you read these newspapers, and it'll come out. And yeah. you'll know what the watch is going on here. All right? Yeah. So you're with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, right? Yeah. Um, we just we just had um, a woman, Teresa, um, her name's Lekka, if I pronounce it right, not, I'm sorry, but um, um, she's with uh, Minnesota Missing Children, and uh, she's done some events and stuff with me, 
because I've got um, a grassroots organization. And um, she came on, um, I think it was last week, um, and was talking about, um, you know, what's going on here in Minnesota and stuff as well. And so, uh, yeah, we're really grateful to have you on. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's just there's just so much information, and, and I hope that you're um, able to go on uh, the NASCA uh, main page as well and, and post some of this information so that we can keep people, especially that um, um, thing you were talking about, I can't think of what it's called now, to sign. The pedophiles and stuff like that, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, because, yeah I, I let do. people know, you know, on that site because we need to make people more aware of what's going on, you know, and then I also found out that um, I had a friend that um, that um, tape recorded uh, abuse and stuff that happened. Now this is of course a um, adult relationship, but recorded it and um, brought it to court. They not only threw it out of court, but they fined her. Um, not fined her, but um, it was a felony for her to record. Yes, that's right. Um, somebody, and so they threw it out as evidence. And she had no evidence and um, also charged her with a felony. So people need to be aware of what's in their state, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, you just assume that if you're being attacked, you could record it. <laughs> Threatened and attacked. But you can't in some states. Some states you can. Minnesota, you can't. But It depends on how you yeah, present it. It depends on what you do. I guess my point is that we don't know what the laws are in our own state, even most of us. Yeah. On, it, on all it the depends. We, we have a bad situation where, see, your best pedophiles and your best child abusers, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about they are best because they have protection. They have uh, protection by law enforcement. They, they mm-hmm. have protection by government because they might be a government official. Uh, yeah. They have... <laughs> They, it's amazing. You see it in the movies and you think it ain't true, but it's amazing. It is, all right? And Epstein situation, the Epstein Island, I mean, everybody is trying to cover that up right now, and they're successfully doing it, all right? Yeah. Um, uh, but if you went there, Oprah Winfrey, you knew the boys and girls there were underage. You knew it. Yeah. You didn't care because you needed Epstein. And people on that level have learned to look the other way in order to succeed, but at the cost of what? So we've got a hell of a mission, and that yeah. is part of, part of the money behind stopping the U.S. from ratifying the Declaration of the Rights of the Child. So let me give you an mm-hmm. example. Why. You ready? All right. Yeah. Say a congressman visits another country, Thailand, right, where he can grab a child and have sex with him. Let's just say, or she can grab a child and have sex with him. Okay? All right. And they get caught because it's really, really not legal anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. And they get caught. Well, because they're from another country, they're a diplomat. Uh, they get all kinds of protection. It's the same thing with diplomats here from other countries. Mm-hmm. So you never hear a thing. No. All right. But if in the U.S. 
there's a declaration of a child's rights if it's ratified. Mm-hmm. And a U.S. senator or somebody of political power goes to another country and does something, the victim may not be able to come to the U.S., but the victim can go to the United Nations and file a complaint as well. Oh. Yes, now you get the picture? All right. Yeah. Epstein would have got caught a long time ago. All right? Right. And all the officials and all the power people and all the elitists who support people like that, their names would have came out a long time ago. Yeah. So the U.S. is being smart, and they're using, you know, smart reasons as to why to, to, to just look the other way right now, even though they, yeah. they mostly wrote the Declaration of the Rights of the Child. That's what's amazing. The U.S. was involved in writing it. Uh, Obama almost now, got it. The United Nations, or is it just in the U.S.? Every single nation, including all the really bad nations, Nigeria and other places that are having serious slave problems and child sex slavery problems, all of them signed it but the United States. What? I'm telling you, all right? Mm-hmm. Do your research for my website. You'll be in shock as well. Okay, so why don't you say your website so that people have that? www.freechildproject.com Okay, good. Yeah. So it's expensive. uh, It's nothing little people can fight. It's something that first we get the Declaration of Rights of the Child and a main office, a major office, as Bill Murray himself years ago suggested, a, a, a national office in Washington, for the protection of children. It would be an office like that. Now, this has been recommended, and I show it. Uh, mm-hmm. on, uh, you go to freechildproject.com. Uh, it's been recommended by ACLU. It's been recommended by uh, uh, Harvard professors, uh, uh, all kinds of power people who know what they're talking about. And still, it's kept quiet by the politicians. Okay. Yeah. All right? I just, so I have uh, a quick, I have a question. So if somebody would say to you, because people said this to me, well, this is such a big, big issue, such a big problem. What's one little person like me going to even matter for me to say something or do something? What would be <laughs> your response? Okay. Well, first, <laughs> I'm going to say, first, I'm going to say, here is the effect I get, all right, from Washington. Listen. Everybody hear that? Not a cricket. <laughs> cricket, that's right. That's, that's what I got from the President of the United States. You'll see the letter that was sent to him uh, from Chuck Schumer, from everybody you can think of, all right? Crickets. Uh-huh. Um, but, see, it's the campaign. You, you, you look at your life and you say you were abused, right? Right. Okay. So... You're beyond a victim. You're a survivor. Okay. In order to maintain good health, good emotional and psychological being, and not dwell or be triggered into hardships from the past, bad memories, etc., you empower yourself with activity. And that activity leads you to certain causes. Mm-hmm. And what led me to this cause, all right, 
is uh, I'm writing a four-book series called Slave in Modern America. And, of course, the only slave in modern America are children. Mm-hmm. And that's what the book reveals. It fights child abuse and child sex slavery. And that, that's also on the site, all right? I'm working on book mm-hmm. two now. And these are true stories. And oh, yeah. uh, so the point is, right, that you shoot for the stars and you'll get a planet. So it doesn't matter. We're going to score. All right. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to get somebody because uh, all that happens is the president has to uh, just look at it, agree, and send it to uh, the Senate who ratifies it with any recommendation attached. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's ratified. That's it. To create the office, the president can do that himself under executive uh, um, orders himself. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody knows this, and it's explained at Free Child Project. Um, so this is not something that uh, is really difficult. Uh, what has happened is, is this campaign, um, we just got through a whole new kind of changes going on in government and society all at once in the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. And so nobody wants to hear any other issues except for, except for I want to marry my dog. You know, let's throw in everything we can yeah. to usurp traditional family, to usurp the Constitution. It's all no good. It was written by a bunch of white men. You know, mm-hmm. anything that you can say to usurp everything and then just sit back, get stoned, and have a few drinks. Um, yeah. We're in that stage now where people are getting stoned having a few drinks. It's not irony that many, many states all at the same time pass the marijuana laws. That's not accidental. You got mm-hmm. it? They wanted as many stoned people as possible. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, because Don't one of the things you being stoned <laughs> You lose a little initiative when you're stoned as well. You may yeah, get you creative, do. but you lose yeah. your initiative. Yeah. yeah. But we're soon going to be in the rebuilding stage. And in that rebuilding stage, we will continue to campaign, all right, with a petition, which is on the front page at freechildproject.com, mm-hmm. with letter campaigns. I'm, I'm meeting with ACLU soon. Uh, John Anderson is one of the um, – uh, ambassadors of Free Child Project. You'll find him at, at the site as well. And, okay. and he's an uh, ambassador to NASCA as well. In my book, I use that major quote that I said um, regarding a, uh, an office in Washington, D.C. for the protection of children. That, that quote is in my book. That's how the book begins, that quote from Bill Murray. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're rock and roll. The book just came out uh, the end of October. So, and you want to say the name of the book? Yes. Slave in Modern America from the Eyes of a Child. You know, uh, uh-huh. if, you, if you type that in at Google or at um, Amazon, Slave in Modern America from the Eyes of a Child, it'll come right up. But, uh-huh. um, and of course, the sales of every book, not ebook, because the ebooks are. Uh, they're so inexpensive. I couldn't afford to do this. It's the paperback. Right. When you buy the paperback, right? Because 
you'll get a four-book series eventually. You'll end up buying all four books. But a dollar from every sale of a paperback book, one dollar goes to NASCA, one dollar goes to uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and one dollar also goes to the uh, Operation Underground Railroad, which are ex-military, ex-law enforcement, who actually uh, gear up and go rescue children in various countries and in various places here in the U.S. that are um, forced into child sex slavery. I just got chills with all three of those. <laughs> Operation yeah. Underground Railroad, yes. Now I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> yes. That's wonderful so, that that is going for that. Yeah, for well, that's, uh, what, what's the book for, to stand here and say I'm a victim? I know, I'm not no victim. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm yeah. beyond the survivor. I'm a leader, all right? Yeah, I call myself a thriver, all capital letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Good for you. Well, this is what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, at 66, I'll do it until I die, which shouldn't be too long from now. I mean, I want to get it over with, but... Um, <laughs> I don't... I'm living to be 100. I got six, I got 40 more good years, so it's send me over some yeah. stuff to do. <laughs> you know the only thing I think about? You know the only thing I think about, guys? Right? Um, yeah. I put on clean underwear, right? But, of uh-huh. course, I was... I was taught to do that before you do any armed robbery as well. Um, <laughs> That's the <a> deal. <laughs> <laughs> put on clean underwear, and I sit here and worry that, um, geez, my place is a mess. Mm. Um, are they going to find something that will look <laughs> They won't know. You know what I'm saying, you, that you got your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know. Mm. Those are my only concerns because I'm already taking care of what I need to take care of. I already lived a legacy, you know, so I'm not worried about dying. It's part of living. Right. Exactly. Nobody's getting out alive. No, we're not getting out alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All that voodoo and yeah. whatever. I, I told yeah. my kids I was going to be 100 and my son says, I'm not even going to live till you're 100. And I said, well, that's your plan. <laughs> yeah. I've never felt <laughs> better daughter. physically, spiritually, or emotionally my whole entire life. And my son said, really? And I says, yeah. My son uh, um, helped me get this house. And I says, yeah. He says, uh, I've never had stability my whole entire life. And now I have stability. Yeah. You know, I've never had it my whole life. If I'd have got kicked out of the last place that tried to kick me out, which I was suicidal over many times, um, it had been my 20th time homeless. And, and, again, you know, I can't even probably count on how, I don't know how many people's fingers and toes how many times I thought it was the end that I was just, I had enough, you know. Yeah. But the only reason I guess I didn't do it is because I don't want to leave that legacy for my children, two children, you know. I didn't yeah. want them to, like, you just give up, you know, because that's what I felt I'd have been doing, even though all I didn't really want to die, I just wanted the pain to stop, you know. Emotional things. And clean, and clean yeah. underwear. Care less about that because you say I didn't have the money to buy any in the first place. <laughs> no. You know, I never, I never, I'm familiar with it. Um, I, I swear to God, don't think I'm a nut, please. We're all different, okay? But I never, ever, ever, I've been shot, I've been stabbed, I've been imprisoned, I've been tortured, I've been... Everything you could imagine 
it'll be in mm-hmm. the four books of Slave in Modern America, guys. But um, I got scars on my ankles from being chained. Wow. I was really a slave. I never, ever, ever considered suicide, ever. But I'm familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And at, what, at one point, I was going to be a volunteer on the telephone. Yeah. But being a mix, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Irish people. People that really got it flowing in their blood. When we're having hardships, what do we do? Fight harder? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Play harder. Mm-hmm. Everything is effing funny, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. just picture, yeah. picture, picture we're on a suicide line right now, and you're telling me your problem. And I'm thinking of some way to just chill you out, right? And being a mick, what would I think of? I'd stop making fun of your shit, all right? So I realized I couldn't work the suicide hotline. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be of help. Yeah. Some, some people are good at such things, you know? Yeah. I wasn't, all right? I wouldn't mm-hmm. be. There'd, there'd yeah. be you'd, you'd lose majority of all the people calling. Yeah. You know? I also got too much tough love in me. So I would yeah. be looking hard at things in a sense. And how could I strengthen you? All right? Mm-hmm. And that's because some of us had a real, 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 real violent and tough life. Right. And it's hard for us to, for me to take you right now, Victoria, and hug you, you know, and comfort yeah. you like I'm some girl or something. You see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was a girl, and I I got I got a whole bunch of messages, but feelings weren't okay no matter what. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So I, I I stayed away from the suicide stuff, but I lost a lot of friends that just suddenly you would never guess committed suicide. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, one guy did it in the cell next to me. Good guy. I don't get it. Owned his own construction company, bought his yeah. own house. He was only in jail for two weeks, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was going away for seven years. And yeah. during the night, he hung himself because he got a letter that his wife was leaving him. Yeah. So yeah. things like yeah, that. Well, I think sometimes it's just, uh, it's just a straw that breaks the camel's back. Like, like I said, you know. When and and you know my biological, um, all I call them is my sperm, sperm donor. It's the only good thing he ever did for me. Um, uh, you know he was, he was, he was gonna in everything he said he ever was did was he was gonna do, and um, so I was at the point where I was gonna poison my daughter and poison myself and not leave a note to say everything I was a horrible mom, um, and not tell them what was really happening because I had so much shame. Matter of fact, until I met Bill, I don't even know, over 10 years ago, I wasn't even talking about my interests. I was talking about being used in uh, pornography and prostitution and uh, domestic violence and all that. But I would never talk about my child abuse because, like I said, I didn't escape till I was 21. Went into a safe ward once and psychiatrist, before I even got admitted, I was already suicidal, said to me, oh, you must have enjoyed it or you wouldn't have stayed so long. You would have kept coming back. Oh, wow. You know? And, yeah, and at that point, I don't even know what kept me in that chair to get admitted, you know. 
yeah. to tell you the truth, it it had to be divine intervention because <laughs> I was ready wow. to fly out. They hadn't even you know admitted me yet, and uh, I I had so much shame and till I. I don't know what I was doing. I just happened to run across Bill Murray's name, and I called him up and started talking to him. What do you know? All of a sudden, I'm involved with NASCAR, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's just amazing how many, you know, people are are finding NASCAR now and, and other resources. And, and I found a lot more um, that um, a lot of people have been telling me that because of COVID, they've been well isolated and had to go and do a lot of inner searching and then out, mm. outer searching, which I couldn't just, you know, be going to the grocery store and run around and do things with friends and this and that. They've been, you know, really kind of, they've been very isolated and it's forced them to go out on the internet and look for groups and look for resources and, you know, try to find themselves help and give right. them more time to do that. You know, so, you know, if it's a horror, COVID's horrible, this or that. And I says, you know, maybe it was the time for it to happen so that people, they kind of slow down and go, hey, you know, what's really important to me and our mental health is something that most people put on the back burner. And uh, I think that uh, contributes to a lot of people not getting help because we're just not mentally, physically, and spiritually taking care of ourselves. Yeah. I've had moments you know, where I, I, I lost none this. of that going up, you know, in, in an yeah. alcoholic, drug-addicted, sexually abusive family. Yeah. You know, those are high priorities to teach children to take care of themselves. Oh, it's going to take many years to advance humanity, you know? Mm-hmm. The quality yeah. of humanity. You know, I go to AA. I've got 36 years sober off drugs and alcohol. And I always talk about, you know, my, my abuse and how it relates to my alcoholism and drug addiction. And I always have people coming up to me, we can stop talking about it. You got 36 years sober. You think you'd be over it by now? And I'm like, um, the reason why I say things, are, I'll tell you when I stop talking about it. And they lean in because they can't wait to hear when. <laughs> and I say, as soon as nobody comes up to me after the meeting, during the week or to the next meeting, and says, um, I'm an abuse survivor, child abuse survivor too, and nobody ever talks about it. And that's why I keep going out, back out and using, you know. And yeah. and I, I said, oh, and the other thing, as soon as there's no more children being abused in the world, and they're like, they are so freaking disappointed right. they're really sad, and we're going to find out what is going to shut up about child abuse in my and, and what's wow. happening in the world. Yeah. Amazing. You know what I heard? Mm-hmm. If if you want to meet, if you want to meet a nice chick, go to NA or AA. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? You want to meet somebody who's messed up like you, and you want to yeah. get them more messed up, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we do have a funky world going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, it's on the rebuild. It has nothing to do with Republican and Democrat crap. Mm-hmm. This is how oh. to keep us busy. It has to do with the quality of humanity. Yeah. And whether we fit in nature or not, nature is causing the problem clashing with our minds. Most of us have to survive and, and maintain the issues, the direction, and the path we need to, regardless yeah. of what's going on outside of us. Yeah. 
But, you know, a lot of those people that came up to me after meetings and stuff, told me quit talking about it and stuff, came up to me, be it a week later or years later, and said, you know, remember when I was in that meeting and you were talking about it? And I just started having some memories, you know? Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what it is. You, listen, and I I would be shocked, and I don't think you would be either, but (laughs) it is more prevalent, child abuse is more prevalent than people are admitting to. Oh, yes. Yeah, the statistics are just not even close to us. And this is why... Almost every survivor of men has not reported it. (laughs) Rights have to be taught to children and parents, people who intend Mm -hmm. to be parents. Youth have Mm -hmm. to learn about parenting. The Mm -hmm. quality of humanity has to be redeveloped. Mm -hmm. And it's up to the youth. Mm-hmm. Properly educated, yep. that's more important to, to me than mathematics and some of the other stuff that oh. I've never in my entire life ever used. All right? Right. I agree. I, I And I still think home ec should come back. Grace school should come back. And vocational mm-hmm. should be heavy, you know? Uh-huh. But, yes, yeah. children should be taught law. Children should be taught rights. Children, all right? And know that you, when you grow up, you'll be able to fight like an attorney in court. Courts would yeah. change. Children would have rights. Family structure would return back to its normalcy. Mm-hmm. And the government no longer would be the parents, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These things yeah. are coming back because of humanity can't survive without these things. Think about it. These basic things, family structure, protection of children, and knowledge as to the law, rights, and family. You know what I mean? That's where the power should be. The power shouldn't be right now, you know, some father or some mother wants to fight for their children. They have a court Mm -hmm. situation. They have to go to an attorney, but they can't afford one. That's a Mm -hmm. setup. Mm -hmm. That woman or that man should have known the law because, mm-hmm. see, anybody could defend themselves in court. Mm-hmm. They should have known the law back in mm-hmm. high school. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Who cares about social studies? Fucking law. Because you're mm-hmm. going to be confronted with the law every step of the way as an adult. Mm-hmm. When you get in your car and yeah. drive... When you put somebody in the car who has drugs on them and you don't know they're your best friend, when you meet somebody who all they want is your money, you know what I mean? When you yeah. marry somebody, the wrong person, yep. or somebody violates your child, every mm. angle of living requires legal concept. It's quite yep. simple. Law yeah. is simple. They're just making it look complicated, trust me. Mm. Can I read you a quick poem of one I wrote uh, uh, about being a child in school and learning the word incest? Oh, please Real do. Quick. It's called incest. I learned a word at my school today, incest. I did not know until then what it was called. Then I had a word, incest. The word could not stop what he was doing to me. He still continued to invade my body, my mind, my spirit, my soul. I heard the word incest is best as laughter followed this chant. I did not know or even realize until six more years that incest was a crime. 
Forgive and forget are the words I was told by those who claim to love me. Every time, stuff it inside. Don't speak of the shame. Hide the tears. Silence the screams. No one ever really wants to hear. No one wants to believe that incest is real. The children are attacked daily in the safety of their own homes. People really cared it would have stopped yesterday. I've been out of high school for many years. Some children somewhere are studying in a school. They are learning the definition of the word incest. They are not learning what to do if it happens to them. A message for every child who still lives with abuse. We are looking a way to save you. For every child who died from abuse, we are sorry we moved you slowly. What can you do? What part do you play? Can we really prevent child abuse? With so many children in silence, I see them grown up every day. So many of them still trapped in the shame. I'm sorry to say for many, it's still not safe or okay to tell. I have been told, do not open Pandora's box. People were sworn to get help, and we do not have enough services in place to accommodate them all. The question I hate the most, when will you stop talking about this? My answer to them, when child abuse is no more. Interesting. Very nice. Thank you. Good job. Read it. Very I wrote a book about incest, and the name of my book is The Ugliest Word, because it is the mm. ugliest word. Yeah, it was hard for me to even say that word. <laughs> it is. People don't want to say it. No, that's why I think I kind of wrote that, that poem, too, because, you know, that the word was just like a shock to me that <laughs> I knew, you know, that there was that word. I didn't know. But yet I heard the chanting, but I never equivalated it. That's what was happening to me. So, you know, very confusing time in my life, for sure. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, expand on interesting. <laughs> well, you know. Um, yeah. We've gone through a lot of changes in life. You know, mm-hmm. um, we've got a lot of problems. I keep reiterating this regarding the quality of humanity. Let me give you an example. When you bring up incest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a problem in our society. It didn't just start. It's been going on, say, for about 30 years, but it's done such damage to mm-hmm. children. And the families, an example is that word is used by attorneys, and it's legitimate to use. It doesn't have to be true. It's a Mm. legal strategy used Mm. when they're about to lose a case. Mm. So they'll say to the mother, well, does he put the child on his lap? Yeah, we can say, yeah, we can yeah. say, yeah, and and all that's legal. I would put a lawyer in prison for that. Mm. But it is legal in our system to use any strategy, and whoever tells the best story wins. Isn't it perjury though? Isn't that the lawyer? Oh, when's the last time perjury? you open up the newspaper and and a lawyer? 
and a client were sent to jail for perjury in family court. You'll never find it anywhere. It's never used. (laughs) That's just a fake law. And that's only used for somebody who pisses off the judge. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Hmm. So it is used in criminal cases if they catch you. And that's Mm -hmm. usually the attorney general, the state attorney general. But, yeah, that's one of the corrections that would have to be made in, like, family court. Family court, throughout the whole United States, there's thousands of family courts and thousands of lives turned upside down by fake Mm -hmm. laws that don't exist. They don't apply, and they're never used. So the same person who perpetually lies and keeps filing, you know, let me give you an example. In New York State, if you're a prisoner and say you feel you're innocent, you're not guilty as charged. So conceptually, you might be innocent, okay? So you keep filing motions, right? After the third, fourth motion, you are penalized for abuse of writ, it's called. Wow. And they send a notice to the prison to put you in the SHU for that, in the box for that. And they dismiss your motion because you've sent in too many. We're too busy. You can't be doing this. You're abusing Rick. Well, it's the same kind of thing. Say a female or a male is unhappy with the child arrangements for one reason or another. You know, whatever their excuse is, they keep filing writs. They need to be stopped. It's fake shit they're saying. You know, harassing, it's called using the legal process to harass the, the, your opponent, all right? You knowingly make false narratives, knowingly make false claims. But why are you doing it? Because you'll get away with it. Even if it's found to be untrue, which majority of all cases, any CPS will tell you, all the cases, majority of all cases are found untrue, all right, which, which frustrates the shit out of them, the judge doesn't do anything to you. So mm-hmm. that's a very important element that needs to be uh, mm-hmm. eliminated. It's like when we started tonight's show, we talked about fake victims that make fake claims. You know what I mean? And how this woman did that recently and she just got three years in prison, all right, when it was found out, because it was criminal stuff that she was accusing the guy of, and it, it's found out all of it was completely untrue, destroyed this guy's life already, and he gets no rewards. What's the big deal, you know? But she gets to go to prison for perjury and, and faking everything and the whole bit. We need to stop fake victims, fake allegations. It's the quality of humanity. The human beings are fucked up. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm 66 and I'm fucked up. But I'm not fucked up like that. I'm fucked up because I'm not 25 and an Irish Republican Army member. (laughs) Instead, I'm 66, still fighting for the freedom of Ireland. You understand? And it frustrates me. But I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to participate in things that are wrong. You understand? I got morals. And we have a society that's quite immoral today. 
anything can happen to any one of us at any time, and we're to completely innocent. Whatever somebody says, that's the truth. And if I tell you I'm an elephant and all of you guys laugh, that I identify with being an elephant, I'll sue all of you. You get it? We're yeah. in a wacko world. And humanity, the babies we had, and the way they were raised, their quality of, of value, their value system and their morals are messed up. Right. We can't go yep. all over and change everyone. That's the problem. We have to change the system. So you're attacking a system. Mm-hmm. You don't have to attack individuals. You can change the system with proposals. Do you understand? And the proposals teach the representatives. Most of your representatives that you talk to, Victoria, Annie, they have no awareness, really, of child abuse. No. They don't have awareness much, except what they've experienced. Or or what they've cared enough to pick up and look at and research. Yes. Which is a And they may even have their own concept of child abuse. Meaning some things are not. You may even be talking to a pedophile and you have no idea. Yeah. Because they're an official. That's right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You well, can you know, I, like I told every, like I told people, you know, I didn't, I didn't think what that judge did to me was wrong, you know. I mean, yeah. you know, I re- really, you know, when I was three or four years old, guys were kissing on me and, and uh, molesting me in, in a bar where my grandparents sat there, and I told my grandma, I don't like what those guys are doing to me. Why are they doing that? And she says, because you're cute. And kept bringing me back there. <laughs> oh. And, you know, I mean, I mean, so, yeah. you, you know, I, I tell people, I, this is what I learned. I grew up and I was a teenager and I just, I felt God put me on this earth um, to sexually satisfy men. I figured that was my only, like, use, a reason yeah. for being here, you know? Yeah. You know, I had that right? feeling too, to Victoria. Get all huh? Yeah. I said I had that I'm feeling sorry, too you... that that was all there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was wasn't worth yeah. anything except for sex. Yeah. yeah. So how did you change that? How did that change for you? How how did it change for me? I I went to school, I went to college, mm-hmm. and that made me feel like um, I can do things. You know, I'm I'm not just a body; I'm a mind too. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I think, I don't know, time You want to hear something odd? You want to hear an angle yeah. from a male? Absolutely. I've yeah. gone through, I've gone through uh, an entire, uh, say, from my late teens all the way to mid-50s suffering that. I only had, I only had relations uh, because of sex. Yeah, I was I yeah. was good at sex. Yep. Establishing a relationship, I wasn't wanted for any of that. I was wanted. People didn't want families; they want good sex. Yep. But that's that's what I grew up in. So I always felt bad about that. That Jesus Christ, man, I'm real good, but. Uh-huh. 
am I supposed to say I'm not going to give any up until uh, we get married? You know, is that what we need to start doing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me give you an example. In New York State, uh, New York State has had wacko liberal periods. And in one of the liberal periods in the 1980s, they passed a law that still exists today and is still used today. And that law is called date rape. Now, you can look it up, date rape in New York State. Now, check this yeah. out. You say to me, Victoria, that you want to meet me in a bar, right? Yeah. Okay. I go to a bar and I meet with you, right? Yeah. I buy you a drink. I intend not to get in a new relationship, but I sure hope that I can have mad sex with you, okay? Yeah. I'm just a healthy male. You're a healthy woman, no, no, right? I'm... Yeah. Just follow me, right? The moment yeah. I buy you an effing drink under this law, because of my intention, I am about to commit date rape. Now, you know how many guys are in prison for date rape? Yeah. Hundreds. Yeah, well, we just, had a, we just had a case out here where a woman um, um, was um, um, claiming rape. And went to court, and they said if a woman has a drink, she cannot uh, claim rape. That's what that's what date rape is. Oh, oh, here it's reverse. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, that's what Minnesota is, and it, they, the case got shot down. So I said, well, that's that's just really a setup. <laughs> but well, I, yeah, I know your I know your side too. You know, matter of fact, I used to I used to tell guys before I went home with them, I'd say. You know, there's only one rule I have with going out with a guy. And they said, what's that? I said, you never tell me you love me because if you do, I'm breaking up with you. Yeah, <laughs> You know, what I, mean? I didn't want to be yeah. no damn relationship because, you know, and, and they were happy and I thought I had power. You know, I had an illusion of power. <laughs> yeah, right. But I knew it. I, I just didn't have no expectations that it was going to be anything more than, you know, a one night stand. Matter of fact, the next day I was like... In Shack City, you know, Shack City. Yeah. <laughs> Shack <Yeah>. City, too. <laughs> and, and that's, see, that's the tricky thing. You have to consider both of you are a little tippy now. And so now, uh, according to the law, it, ex- it explains it, too. You're inebriated. You're incapable yeah. of approving of sex. Yeah. Well, what am I, right. Wood? I'm yeah. drunk, too. Yeah. Right? And yep. I don't know that you're married, or maybe I do. And then your husband finds out, and he happens to be a police officer, so you admit to him, yes, but he raped me. And there we go. You know how many blacks have been sent away for that? Yep. For doing yep. white women? Mm-hmm. Under that guy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. They got him snowed. Yep. They, they snorted. Yep. They, so, you see, we got messed up systems that we have to rebuild. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you have a computer that is a Windows XP. It's not working anymore. It keeps right. crashing. Get rid of it. Yep. That's what we got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make we a new need one. To upgrade. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? Beyond upgrade, just throw off the old stuff and start over. Yes, we need all we need to deal with effing reality here. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I yeah. understand. I, just, I have a question. I know we're getting late. And then just because you're a guy, I guess I'm asking this question. Okay. 
So um, my um, my brother was um, maybe he was 14. He could have been 15 by the time. Um, um, and there was a uh, 36-year-old woman that he was, quote, dating. <laughs> and uh, my mother thought it was mm. great, and I guess everybody else did too. And uh, anyway, he died mm. at uh, 19 and left a 4-year-old son behind. And uh, nobody ever saw this as um, child abuse. And uh, I know, too, that the laws are just like um, if a female teacher or a female um, assaults, rapes, I say, um, a boy or teen, that the law is just not caught up with the idea that the effects. I don't know where I'm going with this. I think you know where I'm going. It's not dealing with reality. Plus, what state was it in? Um, I don't remember because they were in a carnival and traveling around. And well, what it, state did they have sex in? <laughs> um, I, it, I don't might have been all of them. I don't know. It, it might have been one of those states, you see, where the law is 14 or the law is 15, you know? Right. And nobody around him thought of abuse anyway. I mean, his own mother thought, you know. That's people that segments. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you would think every boy, I fell in love with my teacher when I was in third grade. I didn't know what it was, though. But I was always excited to see her. She was so pretty, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was, it was a feeling. You understand? Um, right. But I certainly... You know, I apply that to today's thinking and what they're trying to sell us. You know, that, that I, I was aware of my sexuality, whatever. No, I wasn't. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Um, I was just aware I liked this teacher. That's all. You know? Right. But the frame of mind people have, we've got to change it. When I'm talking about equality, remember I mentioned equality? The concepts, the elements to equality have to change. And one of them would be how we approach topics like that. If a male is underage, he's underage. That's right. It's not okay because he's a male. You see what I mean? Well, teachers have been to prison for raping boys. It has. They have been prosecuted. It's been very very public. Female teachers teachers rape male boys at the same age as... Male teachers are raped. Females, girls, um, they um, do not get the same amount of prison time nor the same amount of stigma. Yeah, the stigmas yeah. have to change. If the stigmas yeah. change, right? So if the if humanity always think in terms of a whole, a group of human beings, all of us together, if the quality of our morals and principles, our values change. And that mm-hmm. comes from teaching and everything. That'll affect the laws and the equality and equity and all this other stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. But, yeah, um, there's a lot of states that are hammering them now. In New York, they're catching female teachers left and right now. I, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I enjoy to open up and see an article having to do with that because finally they're going after the women. You yep. know what I mean? Because I've met, I mean, I've met women. About and we've got, you know, I, I've met we've got survivors who were, with nuns in, in the female, yes, you know, clergy. Yes. Female, you know, I'm not just I've saying nuns women. because it's Catholic and there's it stretches across all kinds of any time there's a power. Yes, I've, I've met women you know. 
that have been molested by their mothers or their mother's girlfriends and all this other stuff. None yeah. of them ever get arrested. None of them ever, and nothing ever happens to them. They go on their no. whole life as victims of molesters because nobody wants to approach the woman thing. You know what I mean? No, no. They're always, no matter of fact, um, the, the, the case that went against my biological father after I escaped when I was 21, um, they brought my mother in from Texas to testify because she had um, caught him raping me. And uh, so that was what they used that case when I was 17. Even though I was 21, yeah. it was the state of Minnesota against him. And uh, anyway, um, she that night had been involved with, you know, sexually me and my sperm donor and uh, her. And, you know, nothing was ever done to her or nobody really looked, I don't know, negatively yeah. upon it. And we ended up in a carnival together. And she basically told me if I didn't sleep with her old man that I'd be praying to anybody out there, you know. Yeah. And and I was, you know, addressing all these issues of incest. I went to a take back the night and they had a thing on mothers that had sexually abused their children. And so I went in there thinking like, oh, I'll learn something new about, you know, maybe help another victim. And I end up crawling out of there vomiting because yeah. it had never hit me that that was part of my story. Yeah. It, it's quite the trip, the different stigmas, the different approach of the different agencies. We talked about that in the beginning, too, having to do with children's rights, how it's approached. I just looked up Ohio. Watch this. State law requires that boys at least 18 years of age are allowed to marry, right? But yeah. girls, however, the legal age is set at 16. Wow. There's an example. Mm-hmm. Just make them make them 18. Jesus Christ, just make them 18. It's easy. Right. Why do boys have to be 18? Yeah. And the girls 16. Yeah. It it makes no sense. It makes no sense. These no. things, the residents of that state need to change these things. We need to change our approach to, to uh, victims, to males and females, to offenses, mm-hmm. everything needs, like I said, we're working on a Windows 98, for Christ's sake. Yeah. All yeah. right? And it's crashing over and over again <laughs> to so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got three minutes, and we want to make sure you can get anything that you felt you haven't said that you really want to get out there um, to the listeners. Freechildproject.com, everyone. Freechildproject.com. And if you want, order my book, Slave in Modern America, From the Eyes of a Child. It's right there as well. You can see it. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's all I have to say. I love you guys. Peace, love, revolution. Victoria? Yeah. And then also, um, could you make sure to post that um, petition on the NAFTA website? Yeah. The- the open one and closed? I, I usually mm-hmm. post. It's better to go to the website, but I post at the NASCA uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. okay. Great. Okay. Well, we really appreciate having you come and talk to us tonight. And you have a lot of information, and we I know that we would love to have you back on. Um because what you, you want probably to be even barely basically covered. <laughs> we hardly ever do. Ninety minutes seems like a long time until we get talking. 
Yeah. Did you hear me, Victoria? What what bar yeah. do you want me to meet you at? Huh? What bar do you want me to meet you at? My God, I can't tell jokes. <laughs> yeah. I said it three times, man. You must be already drunk. <laughs> no, I got 36 years sober and I don't date. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I don't date either, Victoria. My my life, my life. <laughs> I've done all the burning thing. I've done the dating thing. I've done that. No, it's my time. I have no time. I tell people I want to go out for a date. I don't even have time to go for a cup of coffee with you. Always <laughs> your time move on. Unless you Just want to be friends, we'll go out for coffee. <laughs> there you go. Well, we've got about 20 seconds. Thank you, Hank, for being here tonight. Thank you, Victoria, for being here tonight. And thank me, Annie, for being here tonight. And I hope everybody Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. Nazca, love you. Yep. Welcome to our family. Another tomorrow. Because that's all.